Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by all the post-its we've stolen from office. From from office. Is this am, oh am I supposed to read this in a Russian accent accent? <laughs> <laughs> this week we're sponsored by all the post-it notes we stole from office. <laughs> okay. So sue me. I forgot of the <laughs> That article. Uh, is if you important. want to hire a copywriter, Adam <laughs> Anderson lives in the Provo area. I'm Aaron L. M. Goodman. Uh, I'm, I'm joined... not a copywriter. I'm a copy editor. I'm joined Uh-oh. as Sorry. always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good, uh, all things considered. I'm also joined by Adam. Hire me, you cowards, Anderson. I'm really good at, at, at words and stuff. <laughs> he does really the grammar very work. well. I am I am the good at the grammars. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, have you had any luck, by the way, on the looking for? I keep getting email notifications from ZipRecruiter that's like, so-and-so has viewed your resume two times. So-and-so has viewed your resume three times. And I'm like, I, th- I guess that's good news. It just sounds like they're being indecisive to me. But hmm. that's it. That's all the news that I have. I have oh. an interview scheduled on Thursday, and I don't want that job. <laughs> oh. But here we are. <laughs> If you're new to the show, we talk about Adam's personal life and hope that no one who's trying to hire him will listen to the show. And then each host asks a question, and then each host gives their answer, and then hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. This week is all about dad office life. Um, Andrew has today's first question, so uh, take. I love how Adam is now copy editing our... As- our show notes <laughs> just to prove that he can do it <laughs> the m dashes just looked really th- skinny so i was making yeah. sure they were m dashes and they, they are. are hey adam is this show on your resume are you like <laughs> no people it's know? not <laughs> it's extremely not on my resume good <laughs> maybe Andrew, that's what you're missing but my name's on this show so you know a, qu- a quick google search would really connect the two yeah Okay, Andrew. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, my question. Hey, uh, hey, my question. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast here. Um, <laughs> my question. Eh? Uh, so, what office skill uh, have you learned? That... The notes that we stole from office. Eh? <laughs> Sorry. Just trying to Sorry. throw every demographic under the bus. Okay. <laughs> um. So, what office skill have you learned that you use in other aspects of your life? Boy, howdy. Um, this one is uh, one of the best uh, life hacks that I ever did learn in an office setting. And it has proven so useful in my life. It's that whenever someone comes to you and they're like, uh, quick question. Um, and it always starts out, a quick question. And it's never a quick question. And it's not really a question so much as a plea for help uh, or a statement or a statement about this is broken fix, please. Uh, I usually, or someone has something. I, I say, I'm in the middle of something. Can you email that to me? Ah, uh. and then they never email it to you and you don't ever have to worry about it again. Cause if they come and ask you about it, you're like, you open your emails and you're like, I don't, 
have anything on that. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Like, like it's the perfect gateway. Like, like, because if it really is important to them, they will email you and then you won't forget to do it. Like, cause I don't just do it to get people to go away, even though that is part of it. It's like winnowing out the stupid, the stuff. Right. Like there's a lot of times that people ask you for something or they ask, want to ask you a question or like interview you basically like use you to bounce things off of when, if they would have just spent like 20 minutes longer on it, they could figure it out themselves. And so usually between the time you tell them, can you write an email on the time they would go write an email to you? they figured it out or they've realized, ah, this isn't that important to me. And if it's not important enough to them to write an email about, that is not important enough for me to spend my time doing it. That's, that's so, that's good. You should and put that like, over a banner over your desk. I wonder if like half the time they go to write an email to you about it. And as they're writing it, they're just hit with the sudden self-realization like, that their question is really dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's I like, think, Oh, Oh, I'm dumb. I think it does happen because sometimes I will get an email and they're like, you know what? I figured it out. I'm really dumb. I got it. And I'm like, you're not dumb. You figured it. Everything worked, you know? It's all copacetic. But it is nice for me too because, I mean, I can't keep track of stuff. And someone asked me to do something and I don't have the time to figure out if it can fit in my schedule and I can't be interrupted. And I don't like being interrupted. Like, even if it's... Even if someone's like, well, you're not doing anything, like, usually I'm working on something. You know what I mean? So, yeah. shoot it to my email when I go to check my email because I go and check my email regularly throughout the day. I'll look at it and I'll be like, is this something that I need to do something with? You know, if, I, I'll, do I need to schedule? And I can deal with it from there. But having like one inbox where like most stuff comes through, it helps. Well, so, here's the thing I, I like IT is like 50% mind game. It's like a game of chess of like what's important. Because um, there's so much you can't possibly, I mean, it's, oh, it, yeah. it can and, be pretty it's crazy. It's like chess. Cause you got to let them play themselves. You got to let them play themselves. So what you're telling me was like, Hey, if this is really that important to you, you have to do more than just talk to me right now. And usually if it's not important or if it's so important, they can fix it. Then you win. Yeah, make- but it's but it's not even really that. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to like play some game. Really, it's just that maybe you should. <laughs> um, no, because I want to help people. I want people to their problems to be solved. Like, but this works even in real life. Like, it like not even on in the job context. Like, it, it people people like to put all of the burden of stuff on other people and that's really unfair and i and i don't people people don't realize how unfair they're being to others when they do that and so i'm not going to sit them down and be like we need to have a talk (laughs) you know because it's not it's not worth ruining your relationship with people it's not worth dredging it up but you know the fact is that they're not respecting your time right and you have a limited quantity of time you have a limited quantity of focus and attention and 
you know, to, to say, Hey, that's why I don't like phone calls. Cause phone calls say, whatever you're doing in this moment, this is more important. And it's not, they right. don't know. They don't know what you're doing. Oh, uh, one of my favorite things in one, I, I have three jobs right now, but one of my jobs, um, the, all my voicemail goes straight to email and it's amazing. Oh. So I get an email and it has like an audio clip. I play it, but because it's an email, I can like put it in order of importance and mm-hmm. I won't forget it. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. Adam's like, just, <laughs> just really thinking about this. I'm just like, hmm, yeah, interesting. It'd be nice to have a life just... <laughs> full of enough to do that <laughs> it requires that. Could you guys email these answers to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Adam? What's your what's your thing? So, um, something that I learned, I mean, I it's been a long time since I've been in an office, so it was hard for me to come up with an answer to this question. But I realized that one of the things I started doing when I was working was just writing down the things I needed to get done or wanted to do. Um, yeah. And like actually like physically writing it like in a journal with my hand. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm sure I'm not unique in this, but there's something with my brain where if I use my hand to write it down, I remember it easier, first of all. I've heard that and before. Then, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a thing. Um that I'm sure a lot of people have. So it's really nice to, it just makes me feel organized. And then also it gets like the vague anxiety about getting things done in your head and it turns it into a concrete list. And all of a sudden it's not just like this amorphous blob of anxiousness, like pinging around in your skull. It's like, Oh, Hey, I know exactly what it is I need to get done. And it's this here on this paper. It's like a tangible object that you can use that you can do something with right like all of a sudden you can deal with it because it exists i instead don't of need just being an idea so for for me i've tried the writing it down like on a on paper thing and my problem with that is that i'm too stupid to remember to go back and look at that paper ever again so <laughs> so for some reason it's easier for me to do it in an electronic format where it's like uh so like I'll keep a open window um that's like on top of everything else that's like a little tiny window that's like a I use I use uh something uh called oh gosh now my mind's blinking but it's like a text-based protocol for for tasks it's a tax paper um but i'm doing it in a in like sublime text like in a text editor and i just have like a little small text editor window with like lists of the stuff that i have to do i haven't been great at doing it lately because it's kind of winding down the end of the year but once our summer projects like start winding up again i'll make a big old list and it's a running list and I always have it there and it definitely putting it down means I'm going to actually do it at some point. <laughs> That's a very high tech solution, but I, yeah. I go old school and I just write it in a bullet journal that I have. Well, see my, my high tech solution isn't like, because it's cool. It's because I'm <laughs> like handicapped, like, <laughs> like it's like an accommodation that I need. So like, if you yeah. can do it writing down the, yeah, that's, it's definitely like a specific habit to get into of like looking at 
the journal on your list that you've written down. Yeah. But I like it, and it makes me feel cool because I get to carry around a black notebook everywhere I go. So mm. I feel like I feel I feel pretty rad. It makes you feel like a creative. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, and then uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah. And then if you don't do something on the list, it makes it feel much more intentional. So instead of being like, "Oh, I forgot to do that thing," it's I didn't want to do that because it's dumb. <laughs> and then and that makes you feel powerful. You can just draw a line through it and be like, "Bja, take that!" Like, screw you, this task. Is, this is all about feeling powerful, right? Yeah, this entire it's, life it's, is about. It's that. a power trip. Yeah, it's like an assertion of your agency. Yeah, so like I'm unemployed, but I still write stuff down so that I can feel powerful. Our ancestors check it off or cross. Our ancestors hunted mastodons. <laughs> we feel powerful through uh, scratching things on paper. Adam, can I ask you a question? What's on your list right now? Yeah, let me me grab it. (laughs) This is either going to be real good or real bad. (laughs) So right now, right now on my list, I've got 6.30 p.m. Record 3G3Q. Hey, that's Um, And then the task number two on my list is work on the D&D campaign for tomorrow. And I need to come up with an encounter for when the on the river and i need to come up with what happens when they get into the town of blight's respite spoilers Good little introductory some introductory action i think they're going to interrupt an execution of a kenku so. wow whatever a kenku is that's sounds like a big deal it is it's it's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm not going to explain it so that everybody who knows what it is can feel special Again, it's about feeling powerful. Yep. It's a it's a real power move. Well, uh, what about anyway. you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in, I, I've had to take a couple of project management classes as um, a student at CIT. And so um, there's a project management style called Scrum. It's pretty popular. Mm-hmm. And they have a technique um, for having meetings, and it's called having a stand-up meeting. And what it is, is a short meeting at the beginning of a day or at the end, and everyone has to stand up during the whole meeting. Mm. And the purpose of this meeting is to be as short as possible. Right. And so everyone has to stand up, and you share what you're doing that day. And usually people are really quick when they're not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I have come to start to do this um, with my group projects. Um, so I'll say, hey, let's meet in the library. I'll get there a little bit earlier. I'll not find seating. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, let's find a place to sit. And like, oh, no, let's just do it right here. And we just talk real quick. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow or next day, whatever. And life is a lot easier. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's really easy to get lost in a labyrinth. Of- <sighs> Some people love meetings. I don't know. It's like they get into a meeting and they're like, oh, yeah, this is my. It's like th- they envision a canvas and they're like, this is what I will work with. This is my art. <laughs> this is my medium. I live here now. And you're all along for the ride. At my first job, when I worked for an SEO company, my first job out of college, Mm -hmm. I loved meetings because it meant that I didn't have to do any work. (laughs) Oh, did you enjoy that job? (laughs) (laughs) But that's exactly what it is. It's like, you know, real work gets done in those meetings, man. It's just like, uh, what annoys me is I think meetings are important. Like, I think if you're not having regular meetings, the odds are you're not on track. But also, 
if your meeting is longer than maybe like 20 minutes, then you're also probably worse in the other direction. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, to answer your question, Andrew, if I liked that job, even one iota, I would have hated how many meetings we were in. I love iota. I loved him in Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've I've since eliminated all meetings from my life by just not having a job. Hey, <laughs> that's like that's like nuclear grade like reaction to not liking meetings. <laughs> Comply. It's, like it's like Russia's burned earth defense. Where it's like <laughs> you attack me in the winter, I'm quitting my job. <laughs> um, my my question is. Uh, what office supply slash product that's not software improved your game the most? Um, I'm gonna, uh, I have two possible answers here. And one of them is sad and one of them is embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) This this sounds like an embarrassment of riches. (laughs) (laughs) That's like exactly what we go for on this show. Sad slash embarrassing. <laughs> sad and embarrassing. Um, I'll go with the sad one first, and if you guys don't like it, I'll say the embarrassing one. Thank so you. at my, not my most recent job, but my second most recent job, it wasn't very stressful, but it was incredibly boring most of the time. But they had... Boredom is its own kind of stress. stress. That's like, true. Like, so that can't be discounted. Yeah, so it was at a call center. Um and so if there were no calls coming in, there was literally nothing to do, which was kind of nice, but also really boring. Once they were like, oh, you can't have books. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Anyway, um, so they handed us all stress balls. <laughs> and like, those are a game changer, especially when you're not stressed. Like, it doesn't help me with stress at all. It's just like, oh, hey, here's this thing that I can squeeze. Oh, nothing's changed. I'm still stressed about this stuff. But what it does allow for is making up some fun, fun, good games oh. in, in your rows of cubicles. <laughs> Which is obviously when you have less, to talk to. less disruptive than reading a book on your own. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we would all scoot it out into like the common hall that we had for like between all of our cubicles and we'd have to all have our headsets on but our headsets had super long cords so <laughs> so you had to have them on so you could hear the call come in but you could just do whatever else you wanted pretty much and so we we came up with all sorts of really fun games to to play with our stress balls um there was I think our favorite one was we would set up some books um, or clipboards or whatever in a ramp and then and then put the put a trash can or some other box or something a couple of feet away from it and see if we could just like ski ball. Oh, stress ball, stress ski ball. Stress ball, ski ball. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, that was so it wasn't really a productive office supply. No, but it it improved my stress ball ski ball game quite significantly. <laughs> okay, so um, which one was that one? the The sad one or the? Um, it started out as the sad one because like it's a stress ball, and my job was super boring. So what's the embarrassing one? <laughs> uh, yeah, this isn't the embarrassing one. 
Is this a really cool pen I like? That's not embarrassing. The pens are cool. <laughs> um, it's it's like a I don't know if it's a pen or a marker technically, but it's the uh, it's the Pigma Micron with archival ink. Oh yeah, those are like what like uh, cra- scrapbookers use. It's like yeah, a scrapbooking so pen. Good for drawing lines on stuff. I like those, but I will never buy them because they don't last that long because apparently I write with the force of a gorilla. And yeah, no, they're not mash good the for felt for part writing, of it. Yeah. But it completely changed my bullet journal game. <laughs> and now my, all of my lines that I have to draw on my bullet journal are the world's most accurate lines. Andrew, is your answer a pen or is it not? No, it's not. Okay, so that now I want to I want to know what your favorite what's your pen of choice? Um Oh, I have it right here. I got to look at the It's um Oh, I'm going to mispronounce this. It's from Germany, but it's a Stollard pen. Stollard. I'm going to I'll send you a link. How do you spell it? Spell it out. Um S T A E D T L E R. Okay, yeah. I I have it's a pen? Yeah. Statler or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I have pencils by them. I like them. Yeah, they're okay. good. Um I didn't know we were going to me. I didn't know we were going to transition into a favorite pen discussion. Well, I am prepared for we're this. T- Whoa, you already had your your go. Yours is a pen. This is my favorite pen. Well, it was just bad. a pen that changed things. <laughs> my favorite pen I'm going to put it out there into the world. My favorite pen is the Parker Jotter ballpoint with the stainless steel barrel. Jotter ballpoint. Why do you, what do you, where are you taking your pen that needs to be stainless steel? Uh, in my pocket. <laughs> into a war zone. In my hand. Are you like an old timey world war it's, correspondent? It's the best all around everyday use pen I've ever used in my whole life. My favorite pen for writing, though it's not always practical is uh oh i forgot what it's You're, called but you it's can't by, pick like eight different favorite it's pens pilot. there's it's for different situations mm. uh, it's the pilot metropolitan it's a it's a fountain pen and it's my favorite pen i've ever used to write stuff but it's not practical so i don't get to carry it around i like a pilot a pilot varsity that's a good one um that's like it's a fountain pen. It's a, like a disposable oh. fountain pen. My favorite pen is a Pilot Precise V5 rollerball stick pen. The Pilot Precise V5s are pretty good. I really I like the RT <laughs> V5s, the ones that click. They've got a very good clicking action on them. I like the artisanal Pilot. With, uh, <laughs> Shut up, the, 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 the lower lo- the, the low latency uh, pen drag. <laughs> you know you don't want to get that latency as you're dragging your snags. That twelve hundred DPI pen. Yeah, I need the the full the 4K pen. I I can't do the 1080p pen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Andrew, uh, what's your office supply slash product that improve your game the most? Um, I don't really use a lot of office supplies. It's really unfortunate. I just like <laughs> like after the first year of school and I was just doing computer stuff. I would just just bring my computer, and I'd like have no books. Like it was so bad at the beginning of the semester. I had class. It was my first like non-computer class I've had in like two or three years. Mm-hmm. And before the class, I was like, "Oh shoot, 
I don't have a pen with me. <laughs> and so I, I, I literally went to the bookstore and bought like one for like two or three bucks. It was the worst pen ever. I did not work. It, it weighed a thousand pounds, but it doesn't write. Um, you should have gotten the uh, Parker Jotter, Jarker, Parker Jotter ballpoint with the stainless steel barrel. Well, you know, my university has some crazy things, but they don't have good pens. Um, uh, my university has those. That's where I get mine. Hmm. Well, sorry, next time sorry, I can get sorry. pen, I'll ask How you. How did we get back talk? into pen talk? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> it was my fault. I'm sorry. Um, I'd say the most useful um, <laughs> that's proved my game is, is headphones. Because... I, I have a pair of Bose in your headphones that I really like. Um, the only problem is uh, they're wired right now, but I think I might get a pair. Are they like the noise canceling ones? Um, no, they're not noise canceling. That's what justifies me allowing me to use them in the office. Mm. Um, but they're really nice because um, when you work at a computer all day and you just program and read stuff, it gets really boring. So listening to music and podcasts has probably saved my life. Oh my gosh, yes. And I'm going to introduce you. I mean, look, it's an eel and it costs money. So I'm just putting that out there. But <laughs> at some point, um, you're going to want to try this. It's called okay. Brain. I think it's brain.fm is the website. Yeah. And there's an app too. But it is, um, I don't, how do you explain it? It is custom music it's an ai music composer whoa <laughs> that just makes makes up a soundtrack um that goes along with whatever you're doing like so you go there and you say like i want to focus i want to relax i want to meditate i want to sleep and it will like custom make and there's even like further things you can drill down you're like oh i want it to be uh based on piano or I want it to sound like a film score and it like does these weird aural things where like, if you're listening with headphones where it's like going back and I don't know, it's like hypnotizing you into focusing. I don't know how to explain uh. it, but I've been using it for like a month and it's amazing. I'll have to check it out. Anyhow, yeah, I'll use it. It's the I've same idea. At- like when you're doing computer stuff or something like that, it's like nice to have something else going on. Otherwise you just go nuts. Oh yeah, no, going nuts is very possible. <laughs> no, I, I, what I have been doing is that I've been listening to video game music while I work. Yeah, well, um, this is like sounds a lot like video game music, honestly. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, it's video game music is nice because it's like designed not to be distracting, but also have something to listen to. Yeah, yeah. So, I've just given you guys a really cool soundtrack <laughs> while I'm listening to you. <laughs> oh, you're just listening to something on your end? No, no, no. On Brain.fm, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I should probably maybe I'll just play it right now while we're on the podcast it's to help people focus. So we'll go with um, we'll go to let's go to do a uh, a grooves focus. Yeah, for for grooves. Oh, OK. It'll really get us. It'll really get us hyper focused on pen talk. I think <laughs> for some reason it's there. We go. I I could start a whole podcast just talking about pens. Should I start a pen review podcast? No, there's already a pen podcast. 
<laughs> there, of course there is. <laughs> course it's called is. The Pen Addict, and it's on Relay FM. Ugh, what a dumb name, though. Wow! Whoa, it's just hurtful. a bad name. They're on episode creative. 311. Okay, but it's not very. It's not a very good name. We'll take They're that up with Mike Hurley and possible. Brad Dowdy. They're talking about paper, and what's the worst paper to use? Because you know that's quality content. Oh, man, you guys are harsh. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't be. I mean, I should. I mean, I'm not saying that I won't listen to it now, <laughs> but it's not a great name. Dude, do you guys feel like real focused? I'm starting to feel really. I'm focused. really focused. <laughs> I gotta stop this. <laughs> like, it's there's probably some legal In, uh, issue pro- here. <laughs> productivity podcast. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, focus, <laughs> maximize your effort. Um. So headphones. Yeah, I I wear headphones. I believe in headphones. I w- I might need to get some noise canceling headphones because I have a coworker who I appreciate him or her <laughs> <laughs> them. <laughs> And uh, they don't triangulate. Don't triangulate. (laughs) I'm not trying to compromise my opsec, but they they are they're pretty loud, and they they like to just come and vent. And I have like an open office with a bunch of people, and so (sighs) it's very hard to time the headphones. The headphones acted as like. A signal for people saying i am not this is a person who does not respond well to signals uh. <laughs> so it's like no matter what you have to literally like and, and it's cool like they get it like i'll take off my headphones and be like hey i'm really having a hard time focusing with you over here <laughs> could you go <laughs> and they're like oh yeah sorry like but it just sucks to have to do that so i might get some noise canceling headphones i don't know my answer is something that I discovered um, that changed everything for me. And it's that you can buy a post-it note uh, sticky substance in a glue stick form. Excuse Uh, me, what? (laughs) (laughs) How does that work? Explain now. (laughs) I mean, it's just like it's you can turn anything into a sticky note. Could I turn a pen into a sticky note? <laughs> I think so. Um, what about this ruler? <laughs> it's it's like removable, removable, stickable glue stick or whatever. There's different versions of it, but essentially, it's like the same adhesive that's on like a post-it note. Now, I came up with this. Like, I found this back in the day. I came up with it, but I found it back in the day when. Um, the kind of post-it notes, like the sticky notes you could get was like really limited. And, and I was like, why, why is it only like a thin strip on the top, the sticky part? Like I want the whole note to be sticky. Right. Like, because it, it where I live, it's super windy. <laughs> and the odds are that if I stick a sticky note on something and the whole thing's not adhered to the surface, they're just going to go blow away. Wait, I have another question. Yeah. Why are you using sticky notes outside? Boy, I'm using sticky notes on everything. You don't even know. Like, have you have you shingled your roof with sticky notes now? <laughs> I wear sticky notes. <laughs> I, I decorate my car in sticky notes. 
Um, no, it started because we we would have to inventory equipment and especially like equipment that was being retired. And so we'd have to kind of like account for it. And a lot of times that stuff would just end up sitting outside or in like an open air warehouse or somewhere where it was like kind of like it could get windy and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Or people were like moving things around and a sticky note would just fall off and then you'd never know like what that item, what the like serial number was or something like that, you know? So, uh, that's when I started using it. Well, now you can get full sticky note, sticky notes, which are nice. Um, but before that, I, I just started making my own sticky notes out of like just cutting paper, <laughs> putting that sticker on there. And it's like turning a whole <laughs> sheet of paper into a sticky note. Wha-bam. Amazing. And it's awesome because it doesn't leave residue. I used to use it in like my, in my books, like my textbooks and in my like scriptures for like when I was doing scripture study, if I wanted to put like a note in there, I just like, you know, cut a print something you could, what's really cool is you could print something out on a piece of paper and then turn that into a sticky note. Yeah. It, it, it basically, it changed my life for the better. It sounds like it. I just wanted to let everybody else know about it, basically. Preaching the gospel of sticky notes. Yep. <laughs> Adam. My question is, let's say it starts with an, you having to use your imagination. So oh, imagine, imagine you're now the CEO <laughs> of a company. This can be any company that exists or could exist it's your imagination maybe it's 3g3q inc i don't know one but day you're the ceo what does your office look like i'm pretty sure aaron's is just going to be covered in sticky notes but i still want to hear his answer <laughs> um i i don't know it'd probably just be like a regular room i don't know like i'm not the type of person that needs like a lot of attention actually quite the opposite i need no attention I'm just like, but what I would have is I would have, um, shoot, what's it called? Um, the Microsoft has these new, um, wall mounted, um, computers that look like blackboards. Um, I'm going to look it up. Um, but they're huge, but they're really expensive because we were looking at them, um, in, in class because we were thinking like, oh we could make a program for it um but they're like 20 grand oh. and so we're like you know what we're we're probably okay <laughs> <laughs> um oh, i can't look i'll look it up and i'll put it in the show notes later yeah. um but i would have one of those because it's so useful it's because it's so difficult if you have like a presentation and like you get your presentation, they have like a projector, a TV, but you don't have an HDMI cord, or you have the new MacBook and you don't have your dongles. It's <laughs> so tough. dongles that you need for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking like a Batman amount of dongles. And you can't um, use your keyboard, so you got to have a dongle for your external keyboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it'd be it's like super nice to be able to. Um, just have like this giant board. Oh man, I'm like really. You really got to know what it is. Yeah, I really. I'm having problems. It's like a smart board. I mean, we have those like in education, and no one ever actually ever ends up using them. So 
We always like waste money buying these smart boards and then no one uses them. And then like some teacher five years later comes in and is like, Hey, where's the remote for this thing? And we're like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's a, it's a Microsoft surface hub is what it is. Oh, and it's 84 inches. Oh, like they don't like, I didn't even know about them until I was taking this class because they're not advertised for like, they're not consumers. consumers. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like a 20 grand computer you hang on your wall. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, it'd be kind of, these are like, these are like advertised to CEOs in magazines with, with uh, like a feature with common showing you how he uses his yes. surface hub. <laughs> <laughs> they, they hired, they hired Com- common to show people how to set it up for like the 50 people that buy. <laughs> but, nice. But it's also, it's like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I just feel like it would, I just want an excuse to buy one of these. And I think the only excuse I could have is that I was a CEO of a company. <laughs> so yours would just be a room that's 87 inches why? Well, here's and it's, you know, it's all it would be, Microsoft <laughs> Surface hubs, four well, walls. The all Microsoft the, the new hubs. Surface hubs that they just released. You can stack. What? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, so you can put them like next to each other. Do you? Did you ever see that terrible movie uh, Blank Check? And remember uh, when yes. He's playing, remember when he's playing video games in that one room? It's just a wall of televisions. Uh huh. Yeah, it would look just like that. It's like oh. the situation room. You want oh, yeah. your office to be the situation room. I want my office to look like the war room for <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> so when my employees come here, they know they're in trouble. <laughs> you just bring up, you like, you just make a a picture of something like a screenshot of what they did or their email, just covering your walls. <laughs> what do you think I've brought you here to talk about? <laughs> Man. You know what that reminds me of? I've um I recently discovered that back in December I bought the game Prey and they have <laughs> this fake technology in it where it's a lot like what you're describing Andrew mm-hmm. but it's like it's like tracked to your emotion. So it looks like three dimensional. It looks like a three dimensional space. It looks like a window into another place but it's just like a flat screen. But it tracks with you. That'd be super cool to have also. Like it's like parallax, like an iPhone does yeah. with the Yeah. Okay. But like extreme. Extreme parallax. Extreme Well, this is interesting because um my answer to this <laughs> is quite different. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> my my office would be a cabin in the woods. A one-room cabin, you walk into the cabin, and there's nothing on the walls, it's just wood, and there's like a a potbelly stove, like a wood-burning stove in one corner, and there's a desk that's like a big desk that's a a standing sit desk, so it goes up and down. You know, you can move it up and down at your leisure. Oh, those are awesome. But it's it's pretty em- – I have one for work, and it's amazing. Oh, um, and And uh, there's just uh, – there's a, like a – I have like a – you know, like maybe like a 27-inch monitor. I've got my computer. And uh, – The office playing in repeat in the corner. <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's like <laughs> nothing other than my screen – 
and and maybe there's a chalkboard. You're, you're not gonna <laughs> dual screen it up. Oh no, I I don't do dual screen. I'm not, I don't I'm not a day trader. I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need two screens. I don't have the Bloomberg console opened up. My desk at work we have three, and I don't think I can go back. I, I've had two like I mean I have dual screens because I have my laptop open, and then I have an external monitor. But I don't ever use. I mean, I've had two screens too, like, and I just don't. I don't know. I don't really use it. And it's funny because I'm like the tech guy at work and all these people that I work with have like dual 27 inch monitors, but they're all like freaking crappy ViewSonic. Well, they look like butt and they, but I mean, they don't know the difference, whatever. And they, and they come in and I've got like a Dell ultra sharp, (laughs) like real expensive, like IPS display, um, that I mean, it was it's not that expensive anymore. But when I got it, like a really good display with real even lighting and everything like that, um, and it's like at work, it's not even a twenty; it's like a twenty-four inch, and so it's like smaller than theirs. And I don't have dual screens. And I always come in there like, what, what, what? And none of my none of my coworkers have dual screens either. Like <laughs> we'll have the same kind of thing, and everyone always gets confused when they come into our office. But no, I do think well, it's really think- funny when like you have a dual screen set up like at a workstation in an office and one of them is connected through hdmi and the other one is connected through vga it's like what is why even have the second one they have to do so many weird stupid things and it it, their computers are never powered enough they're never using i mean they have like one monitor whole monitor that's just for sticky notes application like <laughs> it's so stupid. Like I, I well, really I what happens is people want to be, they want the job that needs two monitors. I just think they, they feel special a- and they think it's fun and they don't really know how to use computers, but I know how to command tab and command tilde. And I can, I know how to use windows and I know how to just do it all with the keyboard. So don't really need all that. Um, no, I need multiple ones because I have tests running at the same time. And so but you're the I have CEO one... of your company. You're hopefully well, you're not doing that. <laughs> well, no. Well, oh well, yeah. But like, and I'm I'm trying to justify my use of three screens right now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just in case anybody's listening. I, I really yeah. need them. Yeah. So <laughs> I have one set is our our website, like how it's running. So I, I'm just like messing around with it, and then I have one is my Visual Studio. Um, mm-hmm. development stuff, and then the other one is actual tests running that will like simulate someone using the website. And so I have to look at the website, see how I want it to act, write code to make it do that, and then watch to make sure it works. So I need three screens for that. <laughs> you couldn't possibly just switch between Windows. Well, the problem is, is like the test runs automatically as soon as I hit it, it like opens up to a window and like it takes over. Okay. Um anyhow, I back had... to mine. My my All right, that, back to you. My my cabin is that's not just it. The reason it's a cabin is because it's away from everything <laughs> else. And so people just can't stop by. And right. the thing is, not only will I be a cabin, but the cabin will be near a small village. And like a like a real small town kind of a situation. Like, you know, like maybe one of those mountain resort kind of town things, you know? 
like like Wrightwood in California, uh, some situation like there. that. But I'm going to actually pay everyone in the town that they have to sign a non-disclosure agreement that they can't <laughs> tell anybody that I'm there. <laughs> and so I get to kind of have like the small town life, but I can be the CEO. <laughs> and so I can go to the diner and just do my thing. And, and then I can, I can go take meetings with people, but they, but I will never, ever, ever bring someone to my CEO office. I'll like have them meet me at the diner and we'll have like a room, like, you know, like one of the like, like no- party rooms off to the side or something like that. Nobody's allowed to talk about the CEO hermit in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a recipe for people to talk about the CEO hermit in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be interrupted. Like to me, like that's like the bane of my existence. Like being interrupted when I'm like in the middle of something, especially when I'm like in the flow, you know. Right. And getting interrupted it just ruins it, man. So, that's what I want. I, that's that's what I would I would go with. That does sound lovely, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you, Adam? Um, <clears throat> so it's harder for me cuz I mean <laughs> Oh no, I'm dying. <laughs> that was I'm I'm really sorry about that. It's hard for me to come up with like a more perfect Here, let me pour you a drink. office situation than I have currently. <laughs> <laughs> Almost done. Oh man, someone needs to go to the doctor. There you go. That might help. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> it really, really soothed my parched throat. Those water noises. You're welcome. Magic of the internet. It's it's harder for me to imagine like a better desk slash office setup than I have right now because currently I'm kicking my feet up on my desk. And doing this podcast, and I've got one monitor on my desk, and then directly above that is my TV that's also hooked up to my computer. Um, and I've got a big comfy chair, and when I get tired, I can just take two steps and sleep in my bed. Oh, so man, that's really nice. But I do recognize that having a bed in an office would probably like send weird messages. <laughs> so if I was the CEO of a company... <laughs> Yeah, um, that's, this is like I a think, pre Me Too setup. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely wouldn't have that, like if it was in an office building. So, but I think it would be, there'd be lots of bookshelves like built into the walls, lots of books, no business books, all like actually good books. Um, and. Can I tell it's you? It's just a massive, a massive desk, like so much desk real estate that it's like obscene. I've, I've so many times been called into a boss's office uh-huh. for something, and like maybe it's like a meeting and they're waiting for somebody else, and I'll like try to small talk, and I'll always like be na- like I'll, I'll be drawn to their, their bookshelf with all their business books. I like, I like recognize one of like oh, you know I'm getting things done. David Allen, I, I that's really good. And they're like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So um, you know, like I'll, I'll ask him about you know when when do you when do you do your uh, well, now I'm blanking on it, but 
you're the boss now. That's it. That's how you know. <laughs> but I'll like bring up something from the book, and they'll be like, uh, like enough that I realize, oh, they've never read this. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> and it it's like a consistent thing. Like, is this just what boss people do? Like, is this the this is how you know you're supposed to be a boss if you just buy books you don't read, like performative books on your bookshelf. <laughs> it's it's because they think that they've done something special to get where they are. So they have all these books that talk about how to get where they are by doing something special. And they don't buy books that tell them that it was just random chance and they got lucky. <laughs> yep. So it's 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 like a security bo- it's like a security blanket for billionaires. It's <laughs> it's like what David Clark Sheriff David Clark does with his medals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all made up and they're not special. They're just they just got lucky. Oh um but yeah, no, I would have like actually good books. Um, and just a massive desk out of, um, probably a more exotic hardwood, just a beautiful wooden desk. Um, probably we talking, um, (laughs) I don't know. Is it like gotta be something like that's like the last tree of its kind from the rainforest? Like, no, not, not like, is it not like not unsustainable? (laughs) Was it called found wood? Um, (laughs) reclaimed maybe like. Yeah, African it. like African black wood or something like that with a lot of nice burl in it. That'd be really nice. And I want it to be I want to have a very like wood aesthetic, like lots of um yeah, like like natural me. colored stained so you, wood. You want a desk like that's made of wood. Got it. No, you like want to be in the a library. Has, yeah, I want to <laughs> be in a library. <laughs> you want to have like the the office that like a uh, uh British uh like very fancy lad had like in the <laughs> 1700s like yeah, you want like globes and a yes an empty bird cage for like, no reason. like, a, like a printing <laughs> press in the corner somehow <laughs> but here's here's the here's the killer app though um the desk doesn't have any computer monitor on it at all i push a button <laughs> computer monitor comes up along with a keyboard and a mouse and it's 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 like comes up from underneath and then it appears so I can do my computer work and then I can push a button and it disappears so I can do work with my pen and my paper. I really That's, appreciate the sound effects. You should really like be in charge of a fantasy game that people that actually play where you that actually wasn't <laughs> that that actually wasn't me. I didn't do those sound effects. That was Aaron's soundboard. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, how, but- how did you get a sound of Adam doing a sound? We've been working on this for a while. Yeah. This is like that episode where he told the story about the car, the the driving thing, and oh, all the right, sound effects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, I put remember when I used to put a little whole bunch of work into our episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. Well, thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. Now, listen, this is the second week in a row I've had to bring this up, but so help me, if we do not get more ratings, show's over. Kaput. Do you want to do that to the show? Do you? So, you know, I'm just saying, 
Imagine want... never getting any more of my beautiful sound effects. <laughs> if you want more sound effects, uh, please like and subscribe. Smash that like button and uh, go rate this show. You know, like if you're listening to this in Overcast, you know, hit the little star. If you're in iTunes, go and rate the show. Uh, give us a little review. Talk about how handsome our voices are. Talk about what kind of uh, exotic woods you would use to decorate your CEO office. I don't care. But listen, it's got to happen. I mean, that's what fuels us. No ratings, no fuel. Then we die. So. Just like in Mad Max. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. And uh, I'd also like to give a big thank you to our supporters on Patreon.com. You can sign up like them to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. Uh, We've really been, you know, just hitting it out of the park with our our exclusive behind-the-scenes content, our uh, pre-show banter. It's been pretty good. Um, We also... uh, What? I always go back and listen to it. It's good. <laughs> We'd love if you I guys checked out uh, the other shows on goodstuff.fm. It's our podcast home. If you like you too, if you like uh, talk about breakfast items, <laughs> if you like talk about dealing with being a grown up. Uh, also, I just found there's going to be like a, a hockey podcast. Oh, look at that. Just, just in time. Just time for the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the Stanley yes, Cup already happen? <laughs> Yeah. Well, preseason. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We'd also love to hear from you. So, uh, where can people get a hold of you guys? Hey, I'm on Twitter at a underscore sav. I'm also on Twitter at that Adam kid. I'm the CEO of my Twitter business, which makes no money. Ooh, it actually costs money. Twitter business. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm on Twitter at Aaron L M Goodwin. Uh, follow me there. Um, you know, any social media thing, just plug in Aaron L M Goodwin and find me on there. Tumblr. Remember, remember Ello. I do. <laughs> I we still I get it. weird people following us on there, and I'm I don't <laughs> I don't want to go check because their name sounds like their pornography. <laughs> so yeah, I've been getting those too. I assume they're the same. <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of like, well, whatever. But hey, if you're on Elo, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, couldn't be worse than it already is. Uh, other than that, I uh, I want you to remember that I would love to help you out, but I just need you to go email that to me, and I swear I'll get on it. <laughs> I also. Uh, want you to remember that the Pilot Precise V5 Rollerball Stick Pen is the superior pen, far better than the Parker Jotterball Boo. with a stainless steel pen. Um, I also want you to remember that you can stack the new Microsoft uh, Surface Hub 2. So get that today. And I also want you to remember to question everything.